Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly. What an exciting time of year it is for basketball fans of the Northwest, and we've got basketball as a subject tonight, subject number one, as the GNAC tournament has concluded. Teams have advanced to the regionals, and we're going to talk all about that tonight with some of the participants in what should be a very exciting weekend ahead for GNAC basketball. Let me welcome our co-host and producer of the show, Evan O'Kelly. Hi, Evan. How are you? I'm doing good, Kevin. Uh, really excited for some basketball coming up this weekend. I'll bet you are. Now, you just enjoyed a great weekend of basketball in Lacey in both the men's and women's GNAC championship tournament. Tell me what your thoughts were about that. You know, I think we were really fortunate. We saw some absolute great games, especially uh, in the semifinals and finals there. Um, just some really tight, contested games, uh, had some comeback wins there, so it really had it all, and we were really pleased, um, not only with how the teams played, but with what a great job uh, St. Martin's University and their athletic staff did uh, serving as a host for the third straight year. That's great to hear, and their team played well. They did. You know, they it was their first time uh, being in the tournament um, since it's moved to a single location. Uh, they won in front of a a packed house on Wednesday. They won a quarterfinal game. Um, so it was really special for them to not only be able to play, but to actually win a game. I know you're heading down to Southern California here uh, next weekend, and I want to talk to you a little bit more about that uh, later, Evan. I'm going to tell our listeners what we've got lined up uh, for the show, and I look forward to Evan rejoining us here a little bit later. Well, you probably know Seattle Pacific has defended its uh, championship in the GNAC in the recently uh, concluded tournament that we just talked about. And so Ryan Looney, Seattle Pacific's men's head basketball coach, will be our first guest. And then we're going to talk with Kevin Wooden. He is the women's coach of the year. Montana State Billings uh, did not win the tournament, won the regular season, but is the, if I'm not mistaken, the second seed coming into the women's NCAA Division II regional tournament. And that's happening in Pomona, so Kevin's going to join us a little later. Then we're going to hear from Bruce Langford, Simon Fraser women's basketball head coach. It was his team that won the tournament. And then finally, Sidney Donaldson, Western Washington women's basketball player, and they're headed to the tournament. So it's going to be a great show. We appreciate all the coaches and players who uh, uh, are willing to share time with us. I know it's a busy time. Let me uh, first introduce Ryan Looney. He's uh, with us for the third time this year, Seattle Pacific earning the number two seed in the West region, will play seventh seed Cal State Stanislaus at 2.30 in the afternoon. That's the second game on Friday at San Bernardino. Seattle Pacific making it to the NCAA West Regional Tournament for 10 straight seasons, the longest active streak in all of Division II, and Coach Looney has been responsible for half of that time, if I'm not mistaken. Seattle Pacific defending its GNAC title by defeating Western Washington 65-62 on Saturday in the championship game, and a very inspirational come-from-behind victory, Coach. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me tonight. Hey, thanks for being with us. I really appreciate it. So, you know, it was interesting. I watched the press conference that took place after that game, and I thought it was really indicative of your team that David Downs, who hit two big threes in that 16-2 run that helped your team come from a big deficit to a big lead, what he talked about were the stops your team made defensively. That's really kind of characteristic of your team, is it not? Yeah, we, uh, 
I mean, obviously we have a team who can really shoot it, um, and we think we're efficient um, on offense, but we know that we couldn't have won a, a conference title uh, or a conference tournament title uh, this year without doing uh, all the little things that uh, have carried us defensively. And you do, as you say, you've got some great offense, and Downs, of course, is a big part of that, the tournament MVP. You know, he's he's in his fourth season. He's really had a terrific career for you, has he not? Yeah, he has. Um, he's just done a great job representing uh, what our program's all about. Um, he's unselfish. He's obviously very talented on the floor, um, but he's really competed in the classroom, too, while he's been here. I've heard you talk about that, and the same with another key player on your team, Patrick Simon. Yeah, um, we want uh, our guys to do a great job in all uh, areas of their life. Um, Patrick and David are two seniors right now, and they compete every day um, on the floor, in the weight room, uh, in the classroom. Uh, but in all reality, all of our other players do too. That's terrific. I'm sure you're very proud of your team. And so you look ahead, you're the number two seed coming into this tournament, but what I find a little bit ironic is as the number two seed, you might be playing the hottest team coming in. They just won their tournament, uh, Cal State Stanislaus, and, and upset uh, the number one seed, uh, Cal State San Bernardino. Yeah, um, you can look at it any way you want, but at the end of the day, when you get to this point in the season, everybody's uh, regardless That's a good if you're point. the one seed. Or, when you're the one seed or the eighth seed, you're going to have to beat three good teams to advance. So how much scouting, how much preparation, how much research are you able to do and provide to your team on the other teams in the tournament? Way more than you could ever imagine. Um, while we were participating in the uh, GNAC conference tournament, uh, we had assistant coaches in the hotel room uh, capturing video from other conference tournaments online. So we've had we've had video on all of our potential opponents uh for a while now, um, and when the selection show happened on Sunday, we started uh, working on it at that time. Boy, I am so impressed by that, and I know you want to give credit to your staff. What a hard-working staff you must have. Yeah, we do, um, and I think the best part of it is uh, the continuity. Um, we've had a lot of guys in the program for four or five years, but our coaching staff has stayed intact, too. That's terrific. So, tell me now, they've got a couple of big guys. Do they not, uh, Stanislaus? Yeah, they, uh, they're four and five or big and athletic, and probably the biggest uh, strength of their team is their ability to offensive rebound. So we're going to have uh, our hands full keeping those guys off the offensive glass. And that's been a focus of your team. I know you put a lot of emphasis on defense and offensive rebounding, so you're going to want to win that possession battle. Yeah, I think it's definitely a strength uh, of ours, and if there is a team out there that that can block them out and, and limit opportunities in that area, I would think it uh, would be us. But watching film, um, those two are going to be as, as big a challenge as we've had all year. You give your opponents, I know, some tough, uh, some tough people to deal with. Uh, obviously, we mentioned Downs, a terrific guard uh, who can score and, and handle the ball so well. Uh, Patrick Simon, though, is a guy who's both big and athletic and can play inside and out. He's got to be a little bit of a worry for them, I would think. Oh, for sure. For anybody's big man, he's a tough cover uh, on the perimeter. Um, he can shoot the three, obviously. I, I guess I could say better than anybody in the country with his percentage. Um, 
but he can put it on the floor a little bit, and he can score it on the block too. So he's as complete of offensive player as there is. How is your team's health going into the tournament? Great. Um, we uh, came back home uh, Saturday night uh, after the game in Lacey and uh, gave our team Sunday, uh, Monday off um, to rest, and then we, we practiced again today. Uh, everyone right now is healthy. We'll uh, practice again tomorrow before we head down to California. Okay, so you head down on Thursday? Well, we are going uh, tomorrow evening. Okay, very good. Well, Coach, best of luck. Everybody in the Northwest is going to be pulling for you, and I hope you have a terrific tournament down there. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. Thank you. We're going to try to do our best to not just represent uh, SPU, but the GNAC as well. Excellent. Sure appreciate it, Coach. Good luck. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Ryan Looney, head basketball coach, men's uh, basketball coach of the year, by the way, in the GNAC, and a terrific team. And uh, his uh, David Downs, Patrick Simon, Riley Stockton, Corey Hudson. He's got a great team going down there. It'll be fun to see how well uh, the Falcons do uh, at the regional tournament coming up. Right now, it's time to take a look and see what's happening around the GNAC. In Bellingham, the Western Washington women's basketball team was named GNAC Team of the Week after defeating Simon Fraser 78-74 to in the 2013-14 GNAC Basketball Championship game. The win helped Western Washington clinch an automatic berth to the NCAA West Regional as Western Washington defended last season's conference tournament title. In Seattle, the Seattle Pacific men's basketball team won its second straight GNAC title, defeating Western Washington 65-62 on Saturday evening in Lacey, Washington. In Monmouth, the Western Oregon baseball team is coming off a 3-1 series win over Montana State Billings last weekend and has won six of its last seven games overall. In Lacey, the St. Martin's softball team has won six games in a row and nine of its last ten after starting the season 0-4. The St. Martin's men's golf team is celebrating Ryan Pickthorn's victory at the Cal State East Bay shootout last week. Pickthorn shot a three over par 219 over three rounds to finish in first place by two strokes. In Burnaby, Annie Hamlin was named Simon Fraser University women's soccer head coach, announced by Simon Fraser Director of Athletics, Milt Richards, on Monday. And all of the Red Lion Players of the Week for the period ending March 9th can be found at GNACsports.com. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world. 
And in our Around the GNAC uh, segment, I correctly said that it was Western Washington that defeated Simon Fraser. I think I had misspoken earlier and said that Simon Fraser had won the uh, tournament. Of course, it was Western Washington that defeated Simon Fraser in the uh, championship. But now let's talk with the coach of Montana State University Billings, the team that won the regular season title in the uh, GNAC in women's play and was GNAC Women's Coach of the Year. He also had the GNAC Player of the Year, uh, one of the best athletes probably in any sport uh, around the conference. Coach, thanks very much for being with us. Uh, I appreciate your being on the show tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. So Bobby Knudsen was the player I was just mentioning, just a tremendous player. Now, she's in her senior year. What a, what a great uh, way for you to, to uh, bring her career, her college basketball career, to the regional tournament. Yeah, I'm really excited for her. Uh, she's put in so much uh, time and energy into our program, both in the classroom, in the community, and on the court over the last four years. And um, really, we've been pretty solid for all the whole time she's been here. But the previous three years, we just kind of fell up maybe one win or two wins short of uh, getting to the uh, regional. So this year. Uh, kind of icing on the cake. I'm really glad that she gets an opportunity to play in the NCAA uh, West Regional. Well, congratulations to you. You were a a unanimous selection as Coach of the Year. She was unanimous, I guess, but you were selected as Coach of the Year. Uh, Congratulations to you, really, for the Yellow Jackets. It's been a tremendous season. I know it's obviously not over yet, and we're going to talk about the tournament, uh, but, I mean, you have to be very happy with the season you've had. Yeah, I, I was really blessed. I'm blessed with a great staff, and uh, I had a lot of good players that uh, really bought in this year. I thought they uh, learned how to win different types of games, and I think uh, we added a couple new uh, pieces to the puzzle this year, and then we had uh, a lot of players returning. And uh, it's just been a it's been a gratifying year. Uh, we've had some recent injuries that are kind of a bummer, so we're not quite at the full strength that we'd like to be heading into the tournament, but uh, we still think that we're a, a very good team and we're very excited to uh, to play on Friday. Tell me about the injuries and how they look coming into the tournament. Well, the, you know, Annie DePute was a starter for us for the first half of the season, and uh, she's just a, a great player for us. She averaged eight or nine points a game, uh, defended well. She was a junior uh Kind of a two guard. We could also play her as a three, but uh, she uh, had a knee injury, season-ending one uh, in mid-January. Um, and actually, we had a really good player from a year ago named Monica Grimsrud, who also plays volleyball. Uh, and she hurt herself be- before the season even began. Uh, she started a lot of games for us last year, so we ended up redshirting her uh, for the entire season. She's just been released to to start playing now, but the. Uh, uh, another tough injury happened, uh, uh, you know, just about two weeks ago. Two, I think it was two to three weeks ago, uh, Janelle Olson went down with a knee injury. And she's trying to get back, but it is very doubtful for the tournament. She, she's been out ever since that happened. And um, we're just kind of rehabbing and going day by day. But uh, if she does play, it will most likely be limited. But uh, that was a tough loss. I mean, she was the defensive player of the year. Uh, average 10, 11 rebounds, almost 10 points. So all of them are tough losses, but this late in the season, it's tough to adjust. Talk, talk to us about uh, senior center Chelsea Baines. Uh, just a 
you know, really nice addition to our team. Uh, uh, I believe uh, she's just gotten better as the year progressed. Uh, she was very good as a freshman at Montana State uh, and into her sophomore year, but then she, her, her the next couple of years were a lot of injuries, and uh, she really had almost decided to just quit playing. Uh, she got her degree last spring, but then she wanted to get a master's at uh, MSU Billings, and it lucked, we lucked out that she uh, it kind of talked her into what about playing another year, and uh, I think she's just improved as the season progressed. She's been getting very close to double-doubles and uh, gives us an inside presence defensively, but uh, just a, a nice, uh, consistent scoring touch. I think she's shooting uh, 56% from the field and, and just has really worked into our team chemistry very good. Some of our players knew of her already, but uh, I can't say uh, enough about uh, what she's done, done for our team this year. Now, I'm sure you're well aware, Academy of, the Art, the, of Art, the team you're about to play here this weekend, as a 6'4 uh, player, Crystal Fortham, I guess, who's had 14 straight double-doubles. So that'll be, uh, that'll be a tough matchup for, for any, any team. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, we watched her on film, and uh, just very impressive. Uh, anytime you come from the Southeast Conference transfer, uh, you know that she's going to be very good. And I, I noticed she was, I think, the 6A Oregon Player of the Year her senior season. So we'll have our hands full, definitely. Uh, but uh, we're looking forward to the opportunity. I, I do think uh, uh, Chelsea, will, you know, we do have some size to, to at least uh, try to defend her. Uh, I think she's, you know, some of the films I've seen, they haven't had a lot of people, you know, at 6'2 or to 6'4 guarding her. So I think that that will be interesting to see how that matchup plays out. And both teams are very good. Uh, they really like to push the ball and play at a, a fast tempo. It'll be key for us to get back on defense and, and really guard in the half court. But if we can do that, I think we have a great chance to win. Yeah, I saw just some clips of some of their games, and it looked like they, they really get steady penetration inside. That seems to be the way they like to play. Yeah, they just penetrate. They just get the rebound and go. And then if they don't get that, they seem to wait for her um, if she's not there and, and definitely try to go through her. And that makes sense anytime you're, you know, she's getting eight, approximately 18 to 20 shots a game. And like you said, a double-double in 14 consecutive games. So obviously she's an integral part of their uh, system. But And uh, it's going to be a very tough uh, challenge for us. But, um, you know, I think our players are, are ready to go. It's we haven't played in the regional in a while, and if we can get by those first few minutes of maybe some excited energy uh, and settle down, I think we, we can play a good game. Coach Wooden, we're about to speak with Bruce Langford, the Simon Fraser University women's basketball coach. Tell me about uh, their team and how you feel he's done with their squad this year. Uh, Bruce is an exceptional coach. Uh, I'm just so impressed with, with uh, the, the sets that they run. Uh, you know, Erin Chambers is, is just a dynamic player. She has the ability to score in the post. Uh, she's, she has unlimited range. She can shoot that, uh, the three, from two to three feet beyond. Uh, she has great pull-up game. Uh, she uses the glass on the pull-up game as well as any uh, uh, player I've ever seen. Uh, a lot of them will pull up, and, but they have to kind of hit a switch. She uses the straight-on bank shot in the middle of the key. I'm just... I'm just so impressed by that. It seems like it's a little bit of an old-school type of shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you foul her, I mean, it's, she's a 90% or more free-throw shooter, so she's really good. But when I, I've been impressed with them lately is uh, they're getting a lot of 
consistent performances from a lot of their supporting players uh, to go with that. Uh, they played a uh, really played well against us. We had a hard time defending them and beat us uh, after they beat a good SPU team, and, and then their game against Western was uh, very close. But they're very disciplined on offense. They run their cuts. They run their screens. Uh, they they usually get the shot that they want. And then defensively, they guard the three-point shot very well. I think they're ranked in the top, maybe even the top team in the nation. They guard the perimeter well. Uh, they're just very fundamentally sound. He does. He and his staff does a, a great job and uh, to get their team back to where they have uh, this year, losing their their um, great post player in uh, Niall last year. I think that's a tribute to Bruce and, and, and his players. Coach, thanks very much. I wish you the very best of luck in the tournament. We've got to run right ahead to Coach Langford because he's about to catch a plane. Uh, Coach, thank you so much. I know we don't have much time to spend with you, but I sure appreciate your being on the show tonight. Well, thank you for having me. So, congratulations. Uh, great tournament for you guys, and congratulations on heading down to the regionals. Uh, thanks. Yeah, we're, I think the team is very excited to get back to regionals, and um, I, I didn't think we had a great tournament because it came up a little bit shorter than we might have liked, but I thought we were pretty good up until just near the end. Well, you're going to have a chance. It's funny that you've already played Western Washington three times, including the uh, championship game of the GNAC tournament, and it looks like you're going to play them again the first game in the uh, regional. Well, it's three weeks in a row, actually. We played them last game of league, then then, uh, last week, and now this week. So three weeks in a row we've played them. So I think we know each other pretty well, and they're a very good team and well-coached and compete very hard. So it's a good challenge for us. So what kind of game do you expect? I mean, having seen each other so many times recently, uh, do you expect anything different than what you've witnessed here the last uh, three matchups? Well, we've tweaked, uh, you know, both of us have tweaked a couple of things each game. Um, the, the first, the last week of league game uh, was tied with two minutes left in the game, and and then uh, they had a couple of nice shots, and then uh, we had to foul and had no luck with that, and, and they won. And then last week we were up 16 in the first half and playing very well, and, and I think we started to just look over our shoulder a little bit and see the clock running and you know, a couple of kids hoping it would run a little faster, I think, and they got all the momentum and and then uh, and were able to pull it out. And So I, I think we'll see a, a hard-fought game again. Um, you know, the first game they were up a ton and we came back, and the next one we were up a ton and they came back, so... I, um, you know, it'll be a roller coaster ride to the finish, but I think it'll be exciting. Give our listeners uh, a description of what it's like to coach a player like Erin Chambers. Uh, she's uh, she's a self motivated kid, and she's a, a quality kid, so it's um, very enjoyable from that sense. She she I coached high school for um, many years before, and she was one of our feeder kids as a very young kid when I got the job at SFU. She was um, an elementary kid coming through our kind of our elementary feeder system. And um, so I've known her for a long, long time. I got to coach her on our provincial teams before um, she got to the university age. And uh, she's, she's just a hardworking kid. Must be exciting for you to have her at this stage. Uh, well, it's, it's very good to see the growth in her, right? She... she um, it was a kid who could shoot the ball pretty well. She really didn't have any pull-up game at all two years ago. Um, we, I, I'm a big believer in the you know pull up and use the backboard in the lane kind of stuff. And she um, maybe resisted a tiny bit at first, 
but um, then really bought in shortly thereafter, and um, she now uses the backboard on pull-ups exceptionally well, and I, I think it's just a huge advantage um, in her game. Another player I wanted to ask you about, I know you need to run here, but first, love to hear your thoughts about a player who's really played well recently, Mari Lynn Petit. Um, she, she has, she's done very well in the last little while here. She She's a, a girl out of Quebec who uh, played in what's known as the CJEP League, a junior college league in Canada, and the CJEP schools all play in that league. And um, she came to us after three years of CJEP. They don't do grade 12 in Quebec. They they do a kind of a, a different system. So she really had three years of what would be considered maybe in America like junior college. Came to us and then played under Christina Collins, of course, for a few years. And I, and I, and I think really she wouldn't have come back to school if she was going to play the same role again or she would have been underneath uh, another guard again. I think she was really kind of done with her career. But I, I think that um, with Christina graduating and her thinking that maybe she could take over the starting point guard job that she – I uh, look forward to kind of one more year and has done a good job of it. Well, Coach, I know you need to ball. run. Can... I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say she's shooting the ball really well and she's showing good leadership, and, and so she's had a really good uh, good little run here. So we're hoping she'll keep it going. Let me just ask you about the opponent you're playing in the uh, first round, uh, Western Washington. We talked about the, the matchups that you've had. Uh, do, do, you, do you talk to your team about the – the the mental aspect of playing them now in the tournament is it any different than it's been playing them three times previous? Um, I said to the team that you know you, when they were sitting watching on Sunday night waiting to see who they were going to play there's there's three reactions to to um, seeing that we were going to play Western. There's one reaction which is kind of a, a oh God no they just beat us not them. And then there's the reaction of kind of the chuckle humorous thing of, oh, my goodness, that's like three weeks in a row, really, <laughs> kind of in a, in a comical reaction. And then there's the, oh, thank God we get a chance to play them again so soon. This is just like the golden opportunity. Um, and I said that, you know, really uh, for a true athlete, there's only one of those responses that's a, a good response. Um, and I can't control what response you have. But I know what my response was, and I know that um, that people should really be looking forward to this chance to play them um, so close to last week. Great way to wrap and it up. So, Coach, I know you need to catch a plane, so I'm nervous about that. But, I, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, for being on the show with us tonight and, and wish you the very best of luck down south. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. You too. Thank you so much, Coach Blankford. So Simon Fraser's women's basketball coach, Bruce Langford, and he's got his team, it sounds like, in the right place emotionally to face Western Washington one more time. Speaking of Western Washington, one of their players, Sidney Donaldson, is going to be joining us here uh, right after a quick break. But first, let's check this week in the GNAC. In Pomona, the NCAA West Regional Women's Basketball Tournament gets underway this week with four GNAC teams making up half of the 18 field. First round action begins Friday with semifinals set for Saturday before Monday's championship game. In San Bernardino, the NCAA West Regional Men's Basketball Tournament kicks off on Friday as number two seed Seattle Pacific takes on Cal State Stanislaus at 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. 
In baseball, GNAC play continues this weekend as St. Martin's hosts its first home series of the season against Montana State Billings. First place Western Oregon welcomes Northwest Nazarene to Monmouth for a four-game set as well. In softball, Central Washington, Simon Fraser, and Western Washington are each set to host conference series this weekend. In indoor track, a total of 18 GNAC athletes are headed to Salem, North Carolina for the NCAA National Indoor Championships. In women's golf, St. Martin's heads to California for the Augustana Spring Fling Invite running Thursday and Friday. And for full men's and women's basketball regional tournament coverage, be sure to visit GNACsports.com and follow GNAC Sports on Twitter and Facebook. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider via podcast over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. We'll be right back with more GNAC Insider. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with the cozy fireplace and world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. Sydney Donaldson is a Western Washington women's basketball player averaging 9.3 points, 6.5 rebounds per game, so a very solid contributor to the Vikings. Western Washington, of course, having won the championship with that 78-74 victory over Simon Fraser Saturday in Lacey that we just talked about, and uh, earning the number six seed now heading into the West Regional Tournament and again facing Simon Fraser on Friday in the first round in Pomona. And so let's welcome to the program... Sydney Donaldson. Sydney, thank you so much for being with us on the show tonight. We're very happy to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. Congratulations on defending the GNAC title. Thank you very much. So you guys went into the half about 10 down, 10 down I think it was. Nice comeback. What did uh, Coach Rolfo say at halftime? Uh, I just think the mentality of our locker room at halftime was we're only down by 10 points and we played – not our best half, obviously, of the season. So we had hope. We were motivated. We kind of had a little bit of a run to end the first half. So we just knew that um, the game was in our grasp, but we were going to have to play a lot better the second half. And that's what you did. I mean, you guys sounded like you came out with confidence to start the second half. Yeah, we just know. Um, I mean, we've played Simon so many times before, and they're such a great team. And they started off the game really hot, but we knew that we had adjustments to make. We knew that we couldn't make, make them, and we just never gave up. So now you head into this, you've got a little bit of experience. I mean, you and the, many players on the team having uh, played in the uh, regional tournament last year and winning it. How do you feel that puts the team psychologically coming into this year's tournament? Uh, I think the best part about our team is the mentality that we have entering regionals and in the GNAC tournament last weekend is this is all just icing on the cake for us. Um, we like to enter these the regional tournaments and playoffs just with no pressure. It's all fun. Um, no one expects us to be here. I don't think we expect us to be here early on in the season, but we've proven ourselves that we deserve to. So we're just all really excited for it, and having been here before really helps. I really like what you're saying about that frame of mind because yours was a team that lost, I think, 
uh, four players to graduation. You had three season-ending injuries, a little bit of a rough patch at the beginning part of the season. So I can see where you get that attitude of uh, really nothing to lose because you've already exceeded expectations. Yeah, exactly. So nine players, really, nine, nine players. Uh, you, guys, you guys work each other out a lot, don't you? Yeah, practices. We have our coaches practice with us to be able to get 5-on-5 five five going and like you stated about our um, injuries early on. But the great thing is we've come together as a team huge, and the nine players that do play and everyone else are red shirts and everyone on the bench um, has been great. So, yeah. Talk to us about a teammate of yours, Jenny White, named the MVP of the tournament. Tell us about her play in the tournament. Um, Jenny's just great. She's such a high-energy player, and she's so competitive. I think it was really great to see her come out in this tournament. She really led her comeback um, against Simon kind of the end of the first half. She had two fouls early on in the half, but Carm put her in knowing that we needed her in. and She got some big steals and hit some big shots for us, and she just has the mentality of a killer, and she's going to do whatever it takes to win, and that's an amazing quality to have in a point guard. One of the things I like about a, a team that's heading into the playoffs is a team that has a, a defense-minded team, and I really think that your team fits that category. You guys really emphasize defense, don't you? Yeah, defense is the main focus on our team. That's what Western is known for. That's what Carm, Carm is known for. So we really um, pride ourselves on our defense. Okay, what time do you guys head out? We're leaving tomorrow morning um, around 11.30, so we're packing up tonight. Okay, well, thank you for spending time with us. I know you got a lot of things on your mind, academics as well as the playoffs, so I wish you uh, the very best of luck down in California, and thanks so much for being with us, Sydney. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Another great young athlete. I tell you, 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 you talk to these athletes or, or, or listen to the athletes uh, on the show, and you, 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 just, you can just pick up the character they've had. And uh, Coach Dolfo, I think, has uh, really developed so much, probably started out with players with great character, and she seems to put a lot of emphasis in her, in her program on that. And no wonder they have the success that they've had. Let me welcome back to the show our uh, producer and co-host, Evan O'Kelly. Evan, uh, sure appreciate having these folks on. It's been very exciting tonight. I can't wait until the weekend. I'm sure you're thinking the same thing. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty excited to be heading down there, and uh, I think we've got a pretty good preview of both the men's and women's side tonight. Yeah, it should be very exciting. Now, you head down to Pomona for the women's tournament, right? Yep, that's correct. We are flying out tomorrow morning, and I'll uh, kind of be over there uh, coordinating media, helping get coverage for the GNAC for all four of our women's teams that are out there. And the men, of course, in San Bernardino. So tell me, if I'm a fan, which I am, and I want to follow the games, I want to be able to watch them if I can, tell me what's available in terms of keeping up with the activity as the GNAC plays basketball in the regional NCAAs. Well, the good thing about that is it'll be very similar to how you follow GNAC basketball all season long. There will be free uh, live video coverage and live statistics for all games on both the men's and the women's side. Um, By visiting GNACsports.com, you can find direct links to those uh to how to watch those games uh right on our front page there there are a few news stories that um, can take you right to the tournament central pages excellent i'm not surprised i'll tell you gnacsports.com is just the place to go whenever you want to know about anything going on in the gnac so um now give us an idea of the schedule and for those of us who kind of want to put it on our calendar to make sure we watch the games uh when are are we going to see the gnac teams play 
Well, on the women's side, you're going to see the opening game there. It's going to be right off the bat. The last uh, women's GNAC game that was played was uh, Simon Fraser and Western Washington. And uh, as fate would have it, those are the two teams that are going to open up the West Regional. They'll play Friday at noon. That'll be the first GNAC game uh, on the women's side. And then directly following that at 2.30 will be uh, Montana State Billings and Academy of Art. Um, Then we'll have... Uh, another game, Chico State, Cal State, and Mingus Hill, so no GNAC teams there. That's at five. And then uh, Alaska Anchorage versus uh, number one Cal Poly will finish off day one on Friday at 7.30 p.m. And, of course, all those times are Pacific. And for the men, now Seattle Pacific, are they playing the same time as one of those women's games? Yes, you know, they are. In fact, uh, they're playing right at 2.30 p.m. over in San Bernardino. They'll be taking on uh, Cal State Stanislaus, as we talked to uh, Coach Looney a little earlier about. Okay, so we got to kind of mark our, our calendar. I know people have to work and stuff, but it's a good time to kind of be aware of what's going on in the GNAC on Friday afternoon and then heading into the weekend as teams progress and hopefully a successful tournament for everybody. Yep, that's right. We'll have um, Saturday uh, semifinals for both the men's and women's. Those games will be at 5 and 7.30 p.m. And then uh, day off on Sunday, so the championship games will actually be Monday evening. Both the men's and women's games will be at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, and once again, live coverage will extend to those games as well. Well, let's hope we have GNAC uh, represented in two different games on Monday night. That'd be pretty nice, wouldn't it? We're looking forward to it, and that's what we're hoping for. Very good. Hey, Evan, thank you so much. Appreciate your being with us tonight. And, of course, uh, Facebook and Twitter. For people who haven't signed up yet and want to kind of get an idea of of how they can keep updates, not just on basketball, but throughout the spring, uh, be it uh, baseball or softball or cross-country. I'm not cross-country, but the track and field. Uh, Tell me, uh, what's the easiest way to sign up on Facebook and Twitter? Well, you can find us quite easily on both, just searching uh, GNAC Sports. And um, like you said there, we're trying our best to have the most comprehensive coverage as we possibly can. Uh, That includes tweeting out scores and um, special media. We'll be doing post-game interviews here at these uh, tournaments with coaches and players from GNAC teams. So it's really your all-access point of contact. Just um, head to Twitter and uh, type in GNAC Sports. And I also enjoyed watching some of the press conferences uh, that were available from the website, links to YouTube, so people a lot of times can watch press conferences after the game. Yeah, that's right. The plan is to do a press conference after each game uh, for this week's tournament as well. And uh, like you mentioned, those will get posted directly to our YouTube channel, um, visible right on the front page of our website. Excellent. Evan, thanks so much. Appreciate everything. Look forward to to catching up. Hopefully, uh, we'll have some real exciting stuff to talk about next Tuesday night. One way or the other, I'm sure we will. Looking forward to it. Okay, thanks so much. Evan O'Kelly, the guy who uh, puts all the uh, nuts and bolts together behind the scenes here on GNAC Insider. Evan, thank you so much. Safe travels to you and safe travels to everybody heading down to California for the men's and women's NCAA regional basketball tournaments. We thank you so much for being with us tonight. You can catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock or, of course, throughout the week by podcast on GNAC Insider. Thanks so much. Until next week. Good night. Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider. Or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com. 
or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GMAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio. 